Well, welcome to episode 28 of the Show Me the Money Hockey Betting Podcast. I am your host, Jonathan Davis. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope it was a great Thanksgiving week and weekend for all of those who uh, were able to celebrate and who do celebrate. Had a good time myself. Got away for a little bit. Had some time to spend poolside in uh, the desert out here. Warm during the day. A little chilly, to say the least, at nighttime, but definitely had a chance to to catch some great action on the ice and some real gut punchers from a betting standpoint. Uh, we always remember the losses. Don't remember the wins as much, but man, Saturday did start off rough. That Edmonton Rangers game, if you're like me and you were on the Rangers, whether it was the money line or the puck line, and I was on both, you know, you're feeling really good. 3 nothing Rangers going to the third. And they've kept McDavid and Dreisaitl off the scoreboard. What does Edmonton do? They score three. They score four unanswered in the third period. Knock off the Rangers four to three. Did come back with that uh, Carolina Calgary. Pardon me. Uh, over under a half a burp. Uh, we definitely go over there on that one right off the top. Uh, so we had the Calgary Ca- uh, Carolina under, and we're feeling really good. Blues Panthers. I'm in the car. I'm heading back to L.A. Panthers are up 4-1 to one in the third period. And then what do the Blues do after sleeping through 40 minutes? They wake up, score three to tie, and then thankfully win the game in overtime. Uh, and I say thankfully win in overtime because I had Florida puck line. And I would, rather, uh, I would rather lose that game outright than to have my team win uh, on the money line and kicking myself for not playing that same team on the money line as opposed to just the puck line. So Blues wake up. They win that game 5-4. to four. Some of the other plays uh, we had that night, man, it's just getting uglier and uglier, tougher and tougher for the Philadelphia Flyers. I think it's now 10 straight they've lost. The Islanders with another puck line victory. Uh, they knock off Philadelphia 5-2. to two. Colorado-Dallas, that was one of my favorite plays of the night because Dallas had played the night before. Uh, at home, they come into Colorado, the thin air, they don't get a chance to, uh, to really adjust at all, and they look flat. Colorado wins that one, 4-1. to one. And how about the Vancouver Canucks? Uh, after knocking off uh, Colorado, then they go into Vegas, knock off the Golden Knights, and Spencer Martin, what a night it was for him. I mean, he won that game for the, the Vancouver Canucks, uh, you know, in the, in the first 10 minutes. Three 10-bell saves he made. Uh, to keep that game scoreless early on. And then uh, between Martin and the Canucks power play that was, I think, went three for four on the night uh, as Vancouver knocked off Vegas 5-1. Then they go into San Jose on Sunday, knock off the Sharks in overtime. And now the Canucks just find themselves one point out of a playoff spot. And I may, I think I'm going to owe Canucks fans an apology because I said, you know, really, you're playing for next year. Well, there Bruce Boudreaux's got this team Clicking. Still not sold on the blue line, but, you know, if you get the goaltending like they have from Spencer Martin and not, I mean, it's been it's been rough for Thatcher Demko, but uh, you get goaltending and, and you got a chance every night. Another gut puncher for me, the Minnesota Wild up 4-1 with four minutes to go on Arizona. Yeah, that Coyote juggernaut offense scores two goals in 90 seconds in the final four minutes. The Wild win this one 4-3, so we don't get our puck line win. We did have the Wild team total over 3.5, but that was just, oh my God, I can't believe that one. Uh, We had Winnipeg over Chicago 7-2. It's been just 
just a real tough time for for Chicago of late. You know, looked good early on, but now they seem to be coming back in form. We also had that Jets team total over three and a half. We had the Kraken uh, over Anaheim. Um, that was a that was a really exciting game. By the way, did uh, the Southern California hockey doubleheader was at the five o'clock uh, Pacific start between Seattle and Anaheim, then raced up. Uh, left that game a little early, then came up to L.A. for Ottawa and L.A. And how about those Ottawa Senators and Tim Stutzla with the long bomb pass to Claude Giroux in overtime uh, for the game winner as Ottawa knocks off L.A. 3-2. to So that's a quick recap of the weekend. We've got uh, six games on the Monday slate. So we're going to take a quick timeout, catch my breath, get a little drink in here, just coffee. So it's noon, you know, 1230. I know it's happy hour somewhere, but ain't happy hour here yet in L.A. We're going to take a timeout. And when we come back after the break, Monday night on the ice, you're listening to the Show Me the Money Hockey Betting Podcast brought to you as always by our friends at the Circa Resort and Casino. Welcome back to episode 28 of the Show Me the Money Hockey Betting Podcast. I am Jonathan Davis. All right, let's get to the action on the ice for Monday. We're going to start things off with the Devils and the Rangers. Rangers opened up at this one at minus 120 in most spots. I thought that was, I was surprised. No no question. I mean, for me, the Devils should be the favorite. And as uh, record here at about uh, 1230 Pacific time uh, on Monday, it is, I, I am seeing this line now shifting to the Devils at minus 115. Now, normally, I'm all, all over that dog-to-favorite line move. So, normally, I would be on the Devils. But for me, this is where this line should have opened. So, I'm not concerned about the, the push to New Jersey. I would have been really surprised if the Rangers had been taking in more money. Uh, but I think you're going to get a pissed-off Rangers team. And you're going to get maybe one of the best Ranger teams you've seen all year. And yeah, it's been a struggle for New York, no question. But coming off that 4-3 loss to the the Oilers um, on Saturday afternoon, uh, I think we're going to get our best from the Rangers. They've owned the Devils uh, over the last couple of years. They've won 9 of 10 uh, against New Jersey. So for us, it's Rangers on the money line at minus 105. Uh, Tampa and Buffalo next up. These two teams met back on November the 5th. Uh, You may remember that one. It was uh, a wild affair where uh, the Sabres took an early 3-2 third period lead, only to see the Lightning storm back with three unanswered, capped off by Nikita Kucherov's uh, empty netter with about a minute to play, giving Tampa not only the win, but a puck line victory, which we had Tampa on the puck line that night. it's Brian Elliott getting the start against Yuso uh, Pekalokanen. Now, Tampa opened up as a minus 180 favorite, and it's dipped this game um, anywhere. I've seen minus 145, minus 150. Uh, definitely a dip in the price. Normally, again, that would concern me, but I think the expectation was is that that 180 number was based on Andre Vasilevsky getting the start and not Brian Elliott. Now, again, it was Brian Elliott who started against Buffalo the last time these two teams met this year in Tampa. So here's the way I'm approaching this one. I like the Buffalo team total over 2.5. I like the game total over 6.5. And 
And I would still play Tampa on the puck line here. No money line play here. And here's why. The, uh, the Bolts have got six straight puck line wins over Buffalo. Seven of their nine wins over Buffalo have come on the puck line. Uh, eight of Tampa's 12 wins this year have been puck line wins. Um, and for the Sabres, nine of their 12 losses uh, have been by two goals or more. So Tampa puck line, Tampa over six and a half, and the Buffalo team total over two and a half. Detroit and Toronto, the game that I've been going back and forth and forth and back and uh, game opened up with Toronto at minus 165. We're now seeing that line drop uh, anywhere from minus 145, as low as minus 145, to minus 155. So money's coming in on Detroit. And look, yeah, the Red Wings have won four straight, but those wins have come over San Jose, Columbus, Nashville, Arizona. Now, conversely, on the Leafs side, they come in also, look, they're hot. They've won three straight. Um, those wins, they snap the Devils' 13-game win streak. They knock off the Wild. They knock off the Penguins. Final game of their four-game road trip. They are 2-4 and four as a road favorite this year. Uh, they lost that opening night game to Montreal and then uh, losses in California to San Jose, L.A., and Anaheim. But Toronto's been, I mean, a far better team of late. Uh, so I am concerned about the the move the move to Detroit. There's no question, uh, and this one may surprise you because Toronto is 15 seven and one to the under. But three of the last four meetings between these two in Detroit, we've seen seven or more goals, and that other meeting we saw six. I'm going to go with the over six here because I think Toronto gets at least two goals in this one, and if they are to lose this game, I do see this being you know, a 4-2 game minimum uh, for Detroit. So we're going to play the over six and take our chances that at, at worst we push. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I'm concerned. I'm definitely a bit of a head scratcher for me on why the money is moved to Detroit. It is Matt Murray against Billy Husso. Vegas and Columbus. Uh, this game opened up with the Golden Knights at minus 255. I'm seeing this line move big time to Vegas, uh, minus 310, minus 315 in some spots uh, for the Golden Knights. Uh, we got this one last night on the overnight line at minus one and a half and even. Uh, right now, if you play Vegas on the puck line, uh, it's anywhere between minus 115 to, to minus 125. Uh, I still think there's value there. Uh, I know Vegas is coming off back-to-back losses, and goals have been a bit of a struggle. Uh, 4-2 loss to Seattle on home ice, 5-1 to Vancouver. But I think they got a good chance to snap out of it against Columbus. The Jackets, by the way, 11 of their 13 losses by two goals or more. Dallas and St. Louis. Uh, maybe save the best for last, as they say. My favorite play on the night. Uh, the Blues opened up here as that minus-115 favorite. Uh, the line then quickly moved to Dallas at minus 115, and I'm seeing that one creep up to, wow, minus 130, minus 135 in some spots for the Dallas Stars. I jumped on them, uh, Dallas, last night. I think I got them at minus 115. Maybe I got them at minus 105, but I like Dallas money line. I also like Dallas on the puck line here. 
The Stars have won 12 games this year, all 12 wins by two goals or more. The St. Louis Blues have lost 10 games this year, all by two goals or more. So we'll play Dallas Moneyline, we'll play Dallas Puckline. I also like the over six in this one as well. And the final game of the night, Florida and Edmonton. This game opened up at minus 110. Uh, Both sides, I opened up with a total of seven. I've seen that total now go to six and a half over 20. No play on this one for me right now. We'll kind of see how the night plays out um, before it, it, see if we do anything at all. Right now, for me, this is a stay away game. All right, so to recap our plays on the night, Rangers money line, Buffalo team total over two and a half. Tampa, Buffalo over six and a half. Tampa uh, on the puck line as well. Uh, The Maple Leafs, Red Wings game over six. Vegas uh, on the puck line. Dallas money line, Dallas puck line, and Dallas over six. Good luck to everybody. And as always, please play responsibly. You've been listening to episode 28 of the Show Me the Money Hockey Betting Podcast, brought to you as always by our friends at the Circa Resort and Casino.